And welcome back to the Conservative Atheist Podcast. I'm your host, the Conservative Atheist, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host. Brighter later. Hey, guys. And today we're talking about a podcast called My Wife Hates Me. And it's produced by and hosted by uh, Rich Voss and Bonnie McFarlane, a married couple. And they're actually pretty funny comedians on stage. Uh, but that doesn't come through in, in the podcast. The podcast is absolutely brutal. There's nothing funny about it. It's it's a podcast uh, basically of two boring middle-aged um, comedians, uh, you know, two boring middle-aged um, married couple just rambling about stupid nonsense bullshit that's not even slightly funny. Not even slightly, which is a real sad shame. I just recently found out from my co-host that Bonnie McFarlane played one of the voices on Dr. Katz, which is one of my favorite comedy shows. It's a, it's an animated comedy show. Uh, I believe it was on HBO. And uh, it's kind of similar to the life and times of Tim, if you've ever seen that. And uh, very, very funny. But uh, it, neither one of them are funny in this at all. And why they're doing this podcast, I have no idea. I first found out about this podcast when I was watching, uh, when I was watching, when I was listening to WATP, Who Are These Podcasts with Carl. And Carl did a review of My Wife Hates Me. And he really went hard on them. Apparently, Rich Voss got upset. And then, but later on, you know, Carl went back and, and listened and recorded some of the other podcasts in the future. And it seemed it seemed like to Carl that they were trying to improve. Well, that and that was back in 2018. This is 2022, so this is at least four years later, and it's it's not improved even in the slightest. In fact, if nothing else, it's worse. It's worse than what it was. And so that's it's a sad shame because again, these people are funny. I think they're. I, I enjoy seeing uh, Rich Voss's stand up. I'm more familiar with him than I am his wife. But, uh, you know, it's sad. It really is sad that, that these two people um, couldn't put out a decent podcast. And even sadder still, they're still doing it, even though they know God. There's no way that they can be as funny as they are and not realize what a, what a total piece of dog shit that this podcast is. Right. What, what say you, uh, Brighter Later? Yeah, I definitely uh, concur with everything you just said. I will say that... Uh trying to figure out why people listen to this and it seems to have somewhat of an audience. I think every episode gets at like three, 4,000 views, which I guess is pretty good, but it seemed like all the comments like, like uh, I guess the wife just constantly undercutting him. And I think they view it as almost like uh, kind of like old people when they just fight with each other. And I find it just incredibly boring and milk toast. And I would think comedians would also think it's milk toast, but apparently not, you know? Yeah. It, it's, it's, uh, it's boring. I mean, you know, you can see this go to any any household with people that are, you know, 40 or above that are married and, and listen to them bitch and complain at each other. What's funny about that? You know, let's argue about, you know, did you clean out the lint, tra lint trap in the dryer? Let's talk about, um, you know, did you wash my socks? Do I have clean socks? Do I have clean underwear? Uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, in her particular case, you chew gum too much. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is supposed to be funny? What the hell is funny about it? It's sad and pathetic, but it's not funny. Right. And I was trying to figure out who he reminds me of. Um, play the first clip of who he reminds me of. 
Okay. Uh, Sylvester or? Yeah, the first clip. That would be the first clip. Suffering suck attention. <laughs> you can't see the video, but spit, spittle is, is flying everywhere. This guy talks like that he's got a mouthful of water. I don't know what the hell's going on with his mouth. The only thing I can think is because I know for a fact that he was a crackhead and an alcoholic when he was in his 20s. So play the second clip because he also reminds me of this guy. A D D D E F D H I D D So that's that's Crackhead Bob, Crackhead Bob from the Howard Stern show. Uh, but in this particular case, he wasn't on the Howard Stern show. He was doing a uh, he was doing a public service announcement, uh, PSA for, you know, for anti-drugs. And it was talking about how, you know, crack kills brain cells and it causes things like slurred speech and uh, it causes strokes. It causes all sorts of physical problems. And I think I personally think that uh, I, I personally think that the reason why Rich Voss has slurred speech is because he was a crackhead. I think this is lingering over from his crack days. I mean, Jesus Christ, he's got, it's literally like he's got a, a mouthful of water every time he speaks. Um, and his, his, you know, his face is all slack jawed and, and loose. Um, he's just not funny. He's just not a funny guy. Not, not in the podcast. He's not. Um, the the few attempts that they try to make at jokes is are just it's cringeworthy. I don't like to use the word cringe, but it, it really is. There's no other way to there's no better word to use. Very cringe. Um, and the strange thing is, is that Bonnie McFarlane used to talk normal. And I think that her being around him for all these decades is starting to make her have slurred speech because now she sounds like a damn crackhead. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the whole idea is my wife hates me. She really hates me. And they have like a little jingle at the beginning. I, I have to tell you, after, after listening to this podcast, I, I fucking hate both of them. They both suck. So, okay. Play the first clip for me. This is the, this is an uh, intro. This is an intro into the, into one of the episodes. And this kind of like, this kind of, uh, is an introduction to how clever and exciting this show is. Uh, testing one, two, three. <laughs> testing, me. testing. You don't say, oh, testing. You don't say excuse me when you cough. You don't? Oh, thank you. Or you or when you sneeze, you say excuse me when you burp. About to sneeze. Okay. That's that, that was the beginning of the show. That was the that was the funny opener. You don't you don't uh, you don't say excuse me when you cough. Just when you sneeze or burp, or don't you don't say when you when you sneeze. So that that's the funny opener. Did you see anything funny about that, brighter later? Because I I gotta say I was holding my ribs. I was laughing so goddamn hard. Oh wow! You mean uh, you mean you don't you think it's you don't think it's funny to uh, uh, start coughing on the mic and act like you're doing a bad introduction and then say oh you're supposed to excuse me for this not not for sneezing. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's clever stuff. Yeah, you know, apparently Bonnie was a, a comedy writer. It really shines through on this. Right. Okay, play clip two. You don't need to change your gum. You don't. You don't need to tell me what I need. Why's my stomach? It's like I feel like I. Whatever. I don't know. I was going to take a COVID test this morning. I felt so bad last night. I don't know what's going on. These people have absolutely nothing to talk about. Nothing to say whatsoever. I mean, nothing. Just they reach down and 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 their and their bag is empty. Nothing to talk about. Nothing to say. Nothing of interest, nothing of any comedic value. Um, and so there's this is a common theme throughout their podcast. She's constantly bitching about his use of gum. I mean, that's funny. That That's the best you can come up with. Uh, do you, you chew gum too much? <laughs> what the fuck? This is supposed to be comedy gold. And you say they have thousands of listeners uh, per episode. How is that possible? The only thing I can think is, is that they, the people are familiar with him on stage and they're like, wow, you know, if he's that funny on stage, he must be, he must be a laugh riot in this podcast. Oh, do they find out they're wrong? Much yeah, to their chagrin. Yeah. That's one of the, that's one of the things that baffles me. Cause it seems like that you would watch this just because they're funny and then you get on here and it's not funny whatsoever, but presumably people keep watching that to like them for being funny and get a kick out of this. Maybe it just kind of goes to show that, uh, if you're famous, then people just watch you for anything. It doesn't yeah, really. If, does. if you're famous, you could get up and and, and burp the the uh, the national anthem, and people are going to watch. If you have some fame, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it just doesn't matter. No matter what you do, no matter what kind of piece of shit uh, podcast or or any other type of uh, thing you put out, once you've gotten some fame, there's you're going to have a listening audience. You're going to have a viewing audience if, if it's video. I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand why anybody would bother with these two. Um, see his stand-up. Watch his stand-up. Uh, she's kind of clever. She was in part of a couple of roasts that I watched. She was somewhat clever. Um, but when it comes to the podcast, they're both brutal. Nothing funny. Nothing funny. And I wanted this to be funny. And I was hoping that Carl was right. I was hoping that Carl from WATP was right, that he'd improved it because he had listened to the criticism. But I, I guess, you know, they're making money off this. They're, they're making, you know, because they have plenty of commercials. So they're making money. They're just not delivering on the product, at least not in my mind. I want to laugh. I don't want to hear a couple of old people bitch and complain about their lives. Right. Rich, you said you weren't going to do that anymore. No, I didn't. You said. Did I say it? Are you going to do that again? Switch out your gum in the middle so you can... Into the mic? Well, I, I don't... I, it's, 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 it's just absolutely insanity to me that I have to have this fucking conversation with you every time we do a podcast there, I'm on the podcast. The no, but it's weird. You can't go at fucking... We have 15 minutes left. You can't go another 15 minutes without changing your gum. You have fucking problems. You have issues. Do you not see that? Every single podcast? I chew the gum. That's what I do. If you, it's not bothering anybody right now. You can't hear it. I turn my head But around. why do you have to do it? That's the question I'm asking you. Why do I do it? Because the other one wasn't working anymore. So you can't go without a, a constant fucking drip of... Yes, I can. 
Oh, you can't though, because you won't do it. You refuse. Hey, listen, instead of smoking crack, he's chewing gum. <laughs> Get off the man's ass. <laughs> I know this is supposed to be funny, but it's not funny. Uh, get off the man's ass. He's chewing gum. You want him to go back to being an alcoholic? I mean, he may still be an alcoholic. I have no idea. But you want him to go back to uh, being a crackhead? You know, not taking taking baths and smoking crack all day and destroying his body. And uh, how would you like him being a crackhead? Jesus Christ, let, let the guy chew gum. So this is, again, this is a reoccurring theme. Uh, oh, you're chewing gum. Oh, you're chewing gum. Oh, you're chewing gum. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is the best you can come up with. I mean, this is the material that you worked out in, in your com comedic uh, genius and, and all the years of experience you have. Fuck. I mean, I could come up with something better than that. Just sitting around, just bullshitting, you come up with something better than that. They're not even trying. They're just showing up. They're just creating a show to create a show. I mean, I guess if it gen generates revenue and it's a way to promote, you know, their stand-up comedy acts, uh, I, I guess it's worth it for them. I just don't see what it, what the value is for the audience. Yeah, I should say one of the things that uh, really – so I, I guess her whole shtick right here is that she likes to undercut him. And I guess it's kind of just a thing – nag or a wife nagging his annoying husband or what have you. But I guess she gets – it seems to me that she gets the inspiration for this because – I guess Rich Voss has always been a fixture on the Opie and Anthony show. And if you watch all the, the old clips, which uh, I'm not too fond of the Opie and Anthony uh, show, but they love just roasting the shit out of him and making fun of him for sounding lispy, saying stupid shit. And it's like with her, she realizes, oh, okay, when he's on shows, that's what they do. So I should do that. But she just goes out of her, out of her way just to undercut him on stupid shit. And it's there's nitpick, something... it's nitpicky, stupid shit. Yeah. Which it's one of these things where you see it where they have something that's kind of clever that people do and then she thinks she can imitate it. And it's her own goddamn husband and she does it in the shittiest way possible, you know? Well, the, 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 the thing is, is if she says, well, why do I have to do this every podcast? You don't. Stop doing the fucking podcast. Yeah. Stop doing the fucking podcast. If, if this is annoying to you so badly and you have to do this every podcast and it's just so annoying and petty. And and this is the best you can come up with. Stop do do you and every everybody else a goddamn favor and just stop. You, you know you you do all these podcasts and you bitch about how why do I have to do this? Well, don't fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, do everybody a favor. Stop. Don't do it anymore. Well, what goes to the? I mean, I'm gonna. This is gonna come up in some of the clips that uh, I clipped out, but she does this weird thing where. Like, like you can't tell to what extent is it just a goof and she's just trying to undercut him and to what extent they're actually trying to put it a quality show. But she'll do stuff like the gum where one of the problem with it is, is that when she points it out, you just you just kind of pinpoint on it and it and it just makes it much more annoying. But it's also like it totally takes away from the show, you know, like is the show just you picking out nitpicking things and that's all it is? Or is there any or is there a show outside of that? Because. It no. seems like they want to do a show outside of that, but when they do the nitpicking thing ad nauseum, it just, or against, with the most mundane shit, it just ruins it, you know? Yeah, the whole show is boring conversations between a husband and a wife and, and her being a, a nitpicky, naggy bitch while, um, while he kisses ass and, and tries to be somewhat funny. It, it, it just comes off as horrible. It, it's how, I mean, my God, how can you think this is funny? Again, if you're just cashing a check, if you know that you show up and people are going to listen and you're going to be able to play advertisements, you're going to be able to cash a check and promote your, your stand-up career, 
okay, okay, that's fine. But at least try to put out a decent product. At least try. I mean, otherwise, fuck. Why just fucking do it some other way? Don't do it this way. You know, why not just come on and talk about your stand-up? I mean, they talk about their stand-up a little bit. But why not just talk about your stand-up? Why not cut out the whole, uh, she hates him, she really does, but she also loves him too, you know, the part of the jingle to start out. A real cheesy bullshit jingle. Um, you know, this whole, um, you know, my wife hates me, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's so cliche. Who gives a fuck? If you really hate each other, get divorced. But don't 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 come on here, and and ha have some contrived argument, you know, about stupid shit. If you're gonna make if you're gonna make up an argument, make up a funny argument. Not not about uh, not about uh, you know did you do the laundry today? Did you clean out the lint trap and and the and the dryer? Um, <laughs> do you chew too much gum? I mean, Jesus Christ, Bonnie, shut the fuck up! Shut your fucking pie hole! You're not funny. You're not funny. He's not funny on this. And, and you're not funny. I, I, I fucking hate both of you. And, and I don't love either one of you, period. Jesus. Okay, play the next clip. When you're... I mean, it, is, it does drive me nuts that you're like... You, you seem like in this... In your, the sunset years. Are you in your sunset years yet? That you're... You've refused to learn anything new. Is that true? No. You won't get glasses. I got glasses. But you're wearing... I put on those dollar fucking glasses just to look at the temperature this morning because I didn't have my glasses on when I woke up and got coffee. They are so dirty. I, I, I that You can't possibly see out of them. It's crazy. Everything looks misty. Yeah. I, I don't see how it's helping. Okay. And then you don't wear your glasses and you're always like, like this, looking at everything. How do you well, no, see I'm the just TV? Surprised that you're saying that. You're like, a... <laughs> okay. This, these people do not know how to make a podcast. They may have years of experience in comedy, and he may have some years as a crackhead and alcoholic, but they do not have any ability to make a decent podcast. If they do, they, then either they have no ability to make a decent podcast. And they shouldn't be on, having a podcast or they just simply don't want to and they're not willing to put out the effort. And, of course, they still should not have a podcast if that's the case. But they, 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 they are some of the worst podcasters that I've ever heard. I, I mean, and I listen to all those WATP sh shows where he goose on podcasts. I, I don't see how this is any less cringy than the rest of the shit that uh, WATP and Carl goose on. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really, really bad. It's I, I should say that this is a weird thing where you can't tell to what extent she's nitpicking and to what extent there's actually real things because she brings up in in a clip I or one of the videos I watched, she brought up something about glasses and she's like, Oh, well you and kind of like how he doesn't want to like learn new things and he's kind of like stubborn in his ways. And I'm like, Okay, well, maybe if that was like genuine or maybe if you were talking about from the heart of how that's uh, happened, but maybe that would be interesting, but I'm, I'm guessing that bothers you to some extent, but you bring it up in just these ways that you try to be funny and it's just so unfunny, you know, which. Well, e even if it's genuine, is that something that's funny and, and needs to be a podcast? Right. Well, I guess that, I mean... that, that, that's a private conversation at home for you and her to have, not not for something that you think is going to entertain other people. I think I meant more so like the listeners who uh, claim that they like hearing this kind of nagging, which 
presumably like listening to it if it was actually serious, which it appears as though this is in like in a way that she tries to do it make herself seem funny or make it seem funny and it just comes off as just annoying and doesn't even seem to make any sense and as if she's just grasping at straws uh, i know there are people that think that nagging is funny hey listen i've had plenty of girlfriends and i've had i've had i've been i've been and my mother when i was a kid and my aunts i i've been nagged by the best some nagging bitch doesn't make me want to laugh i just don't find that amusing at all it makes me want to tell them to shut the fuck up and go somewhere. Right. I've never thought that nagging was funny. I know that there's a lot of women out there that think it's cute to be bitchy, but it's really just a fucking pain in the ass. They find themselves way more adorable than I find them. But in any case, even let's forget about what I'm, what I think. This is just not funny period. And anybody that says it is needs their head examined. Well, don't talk. Welcome to My Wife Hates Me. Sorry about my co-host, Richard Voss, who happens to be so addicted to the gum that he never doesn't have it in his mouth. Why don't you have it in your mouth? When I'm eating pussy. Okay, whatever. I don't believe that. <laughs> you don't believe it? No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's as close as he comes to a joke. That's as close as he actually comes to a joke. When do, when do you not have the gum in your mouth when I'm eating pussy? That that's as close as he even comes. He that's he doesn't even come close to telling a joke the rest of the time. That that's as close as uh, as I heard him come when I was listening to the podcast. The rest of the stuff is just rambling bullshit rambling from one direction to another with no no clear aim and you know cl no clear direction in mind nothing funny yeah that's another kind of weird aspect of the show where you can't really tell he I, you kind of referenced this already but he tries to be funny at times and well he's well she's nagging him and it just it just makes no sense because even the way he tries to be funny it's like the most milk toast kind of nonsense which I think another thing I should bring up, and I probably should have brought this up at the beginning, but uh, I'm somewhat familiar with the Rich Voss guy, and what I find odd about him is that he seemingly oscillates between being this kind of crass comic to being this very, like, overly sentimental guy, you know? And it's weird because it seems like on this dumb podcast, he tries to mix both of them to some extent, and it just makes no effing sense, you know? Well, you, 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 know, well, well, you know what it is, don't you? He's pussy-whipped. Yeah, that could I mean, be. Set aside the whole joking around part and ah ha ha, you know, my wife hates me. The guy's pussy whipped. It probably wasn't even his idea to do the podcast. It was probably hers. So he's pussy whipped and, you know, he's just some slack jawed, um, you know, crackhead with probably brain damage, ex crackhead with brain damage. And, uh, you know, she's the she's the business end of it. And, uh, you know, he's funnier, but she's she's got the business end. And so, uh, you know, she's guiding the career and she comes up with this brilliant idea of let's have a podcast where we, uh, you know, we promote our careers and, uh, you know, we'll nag and we'll talk about how I hate you, but I also love you. And, you know, she's the one to come up with this bullshit. I, I, I can I could guarantee you. Yeah, I, I think I should say that's uh, another thing I forgot, but you you keep a. Uh... You kept uh, referencing or you kept uh, uh, clipping the gun clips, which a thing I find on. And I guess this kind of goes back to her. She does this weird thing where she likes nitpicking stuff. But 
there's a video in mind where he keeps coughing or he keeps trying blowing his nose and kind of the outside or out of the frame and it doesn't really seem to just mess up the show except when she points it out and then you kind of pay attention to it which once again is kind of the point of is it just nitpicking or is there any other real show because it seems like when you nit- yeah you're breaking up really bad sorry I just got a fucking call. Uh, am I better? Yeah. I was going to say, but to... When... Uh, what she'll do, there was... In the in the one where he kept blowing his nose, she kept pointing it out. And it just kept getting really annoying. And then she's like, oh, it's fucking horrible. If you don't... If you keep doing this, we need to stop the thing. And then the other video I watched, he kept blowing his nose as well. But she was much more amenable to it. And she kept moving the mic out of the way. And... It just makes no sense because I guess she just picks like one thing she wants to make fun of him over and just rake him over the coals and the next one she doesn't, you know? Well, it's fine. Make fun of the guy. Make fun of the guy. No problem. Make fun of him. Make the make the, make the the old, uh, you know, ex-crackhead cry. Who cares? Let, go, go ahead. Go, go balls deep on the guy. I don't care. But make it funny. That's the bottom line. If it's funny, it's funny. If it's funny, I don't care how fucking mean you are to him. You know, he, he if you marry some bitch that, that likes to to break your ass and and she breaks your ass and it's funny for us, uh, you know, it's a win-win for everybody. But if it's not funny, then what's the goddamn point? It's just annoying. Right. All right, next clip. Told you these true religion genes that just started coming out were cool. So You didn't tell me. I knew it, but go ahead. So then you bought a couple pairs and then you were getting like, you know, compliments on them. They did look good on you, those those jeans at the time when they were in style. And then you bought 98 more pairs. Like you wouldn't stop. I had to say th- that's what they were in. Marshalls. Every time you saw a pair. Not in Marshalls then. They weren't yes. in Marshalls. Yes. At, no, at, I got I them in. They like, just came into Marshalls like three, two or three years ago. No, that's they not true. They weren't in Marshalls then. I would get them at, at Bloomingdale. Two or three years ago. Rich, true religions were around no. 20 years ago. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is the interesting conversations that okay. They're having an interesting conversation about buying jeans. What was the funny part about him buying jeans? Right. And then she I mean, if, if you know the funny part, I, I would love to, for somebody to call in or leave a message, uh, you know, and tell me what the funny part is about him buying jeans. Well, she just focuses on like just stupid mundane things like, oh, you bought too many jeans, you know, maybe she could argue, maybe she was trying to be funny when she said something like, oh, well, these are pop, these were in vogue like 30 years ago or whatever she said. But it's like, who cares? It's just clothes he wears, you know? <laughs> Give us a fuck. Is it, again, is, is it podcast material? Is it something that should be funny enough to be on a podcast? These people need to stop. They need to stop making a podcast. I, I mean, I wish to God the people that watch their their stand up comedy, if they knew about this podcast, I wish uh, the ones that do, I wish they would boycott his stand up until he agrees to stop this fucking podcast, because <laughs> he does not deserve to make money based on this podcast. Any any money, any way, shape, or form, directly or indirectly. I, I'm wondering because I mean. Like I said, he's re- he's known for just being roasted and people just making fun of him, which, I mean, he's like some lispy guy who says a bunch of stupid shit. But I wonder if there's ever if there's ever been anyone that's uh, roasted him publicly about how much this podcast fucking sucks. 
you know. Well, yeah, Carl. Oh, but I meant uh, one of his friends. Or like one uh, of, like, when they do like roasting sessions, I wonder if I, 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 I doubt it. I doubt it. I, I, you know, I, I, they seem to be really touchy about this, about the whole podcast thing. But it's if it's shit, it's shit. There's no way they don't know it's shit. And so, how are you going to put put out? How are you going to produce shit material and get mad when somebody says it's shit material? And for him to get mad, or for them to get mad at anybody saying that they shouldn't be podcasters and they're horrible podcasters, and then to talk about all the experience they have as podcasting, well, you know, you were shit the whole time. It's it's not like it's not like you became podcasters. And you became better with time. No, you, you. If if anything, you became worse. You didn't improve. You 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 downgraded. You 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 went further into the toilet. You were circling the bowl to begin with, and you just kept heading towards the drain. Yeah, maybe, maybe you should go back on crack, uh, Rich. Maybe that would make you funny again. I don't know. Maybe if you smoke a little crack before your next session. I don't know, but it's, it's the, you know, they need to stop this. They need to end this podcast and uh, they need to have some self-respect and uh, the idea that his wife's a bitch and riding his ass. I mean, that could be funny, but it's just not, they don't do it in a funny way. Well, I wonder, uh, I guess kind of my theory that's uh, released from what I've seen of him, that he seems to oscillate between being this kind of uh, really crass comic to being this kind of weirdly sentimental guy. Maybe this is just him, his like a uh, merely sentimental side, and I guess the reason why it doesn't, uh, why they don't uh, jettison it, even though it's so bad, is because I don't know. Maybe like what you said, he's and this is what his wife wants to do, so he goes along with it, even though he probably deep down knows it's absolute dog shit. Yeah, he's pussy whipped. This was his wife's again. I'll say it again. This is his wife's idea to promote their careers. She's probably the one that came up with the idea. Women love to run at the, run off at the mouth. They love to run off at the mouth. And so this is her opportunity to run off at the mouth. It's her opportunity to make herself look good and make him look bad at the same time, criticize the shit out of her husband and be able to promote her and his career and make some cash on the side. So it's a win, 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 win situation for her. And he's such a big pussy that uh, he goes along with it and just eats shit. And, uh, oh yeah, we're just joking. (laughs) <laughs> at my expense day in and day out you know he's just the guy has absolutely no fucking balls he's he's a complete weasel he's a jelly spine and uh you know he, he probably you know she probably pegs him she probably wears one of those strap-on dildos he probably gets pegged he's probably not even the one he's probably not even the man in the relationship at this point not if he's not if he's going along with this He's probably she's probably going balls deep. she's probably going balls deep on him for real. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, this is just the this is just the prelude. Yeah, she's going rubber balls deep on him. That's funny. So then I went over. What? Yeah, people can't hear that. People can't hear that. What? You're so aggravating. Everybody. <laughs> Like I get tweets. No, I just say you're aggravating. So, so put your arms down. So, 
hilarious. Another 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 uh, another joke. Again, some of these clips are from different shows, so it's not like she bitched about his gum for one show or a couple of shows. This is a running theme. This is her, the best she can come up with, and, and, and to use as a running theme is, God damn it, I can't stand the fact that Rich chews gum. That's the best she can come up with. This this comedy genius, this this writer of uh, of comedy skits uh, for television shows, and the best she can come up with is bitching about his gum use. Yeah, well, and, and this from this slur, slurred, you know, slack jawed, slurry motherfucker that that uh, obviously has brain damage from crack. But right. this is the this is the best she can come up with. Yeah, I mean it. I mean, it could be that, like we said, it's that uh, watching... Well, let me say this. He talks about how he doesn't chew gum when he's eating pussy. Uh, you know, I bet I bet he doesn't have to worry about her getting wet because he's got so much goddamn saliva in his mouth that she is by the time he's done. Okay, well, I, was, ugh, I don't want to imagine that. But... <laughs> <laughs> Talking about a wet kiss. Well, I, I think back to what... I don't know why... You, just going back to the YouTube comments, it appears as though people like this because, I don't know, maybe they just like to see couples fighting over just trivial shit, I don't know, or just couples fighting uh, over stuff they'd seemingly fight over, kind of like old people just uh, just going at it. But uh, what I don't understand is that don't these people understand that uh, old just milquetoast shit that's uh, interesting when they fight about? Because it's literally with her, I already brought this up, but she figures out like one she'll typically like uh, perseverate over like one thing he does and then he'll like rake him over the coals and then you'll watch the next episode and that thing he's still totally doing she's seemingly amenable to and understands it you know it just makes no sense like i like maybe these like do these people understand that with her it's she's just trying to make fun of him and trying to do something that's uh, akin to kind of the roast that uh, he uh, endures on when he goes on like radio shows like opie and anthony when it was still around or well it, it's 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 hacky yeah it, it, it's hacky material you know, right. it's, it's, it's not, it's not good stuff. It's not, it's not well thought out stuff. And I realize it's supposed to be like more like a hang type of, you're just hanging out you're having conversations and there's no real clear direction for the conversation, but it's just hacky, you know, crappy, cheesy shit that that's mundane and boring and shouldn't be part of anybody's, uh, you know, listening experience. It's, it's a conversation that, that between a, an old couple that should remain private. Not not for the public, uh, you know, not not for public consumption because it's not funny. If it was funny, then again, have at it, have at it. But when it's this brutal, when it's this this boring, it's not even brutal in the sense that she's really riding his ass. I mean, yeah, she probably is riding his ass, and and on certain level, he probably is annoyed by it. But it's not even that. It's brutal to us. It's brutal to the audience. And uh, yeah, of course, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to it anymore. But so, but so I'm not complaining like I'm going to keep on listening to it. I'm definitely not. But the whole point is, is that this podcast shouldn't happen. You're not good enough to ha you're not good enough at podcasting to be a podcaster, regardless of how much experience you have as a comedian. You ju you're just not, and you know you know goddamn well you're not. Or maybe that crack affects your brain cells so much that you don't get it, and your wife is just uh, you know got you by the by your tiny balls, making you do what she wants you to do. That's my theory. From your hotel to the the club i mean it's like did we really need that detail 
It was right next door. And then taking an Uber to to uh, Santa, Monica. Santa Monica. Do we need that detail? Yeah, you throw in. Uh, you got to paint a picture. No, I tell you're you not all painting that any picture because there's no. Yeah, it, it would be nice to paint a picture if you're if, if there was some reason for this story to be happening, but there's no reason. People, you know what I mean? You're just like at the end, you're like, uh. Yes, the picture I'm painting is. Do you know what a story is? It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it has it has some kind of question in it. Do you know what I mean? Like some reason for telling, right? All the things, the irony. Oh my God, the fucking irony! All the things that this podcast lacks. There's no point in this podcast. There's no direction. There's no message. There's no point in telling it. There's no point in it existing. It's just rambling bullshit that shouldn't exist. And why the fuck are you doing it? it? You know, she just described her own podcast perfectly. Not just his part, but his, her, her part as well. Yeah. All the bullshit mundane details and all the complaining about stupid shit like him chewing gum and buying jeans. It, it, she just described it perfectly. You don't like his stories? I, I, I don't like anything about your podcast. You hate him. I hate you both. Yeah. Well, the one thing, the one thing I think Carl made this point or somebody in ABATP, this was literally the first point they made, which I don't think we brought it up yet, but which makes this podcast so annoying that he's constantly, she's constantly nagging him over stupid stuff. It's just that it's so fucking disjointed that it has no flow whatsoever, you know? And it's really, this is a, something I, I realized in the, one of the episodes I watched, but it's, it's again, he tells a story, but, it goes fucking nowhere because it takes like 20 minutes to get all the details of it. Cause she keeps cutting, she keeps undercutting him around something or there'll be like a, a non, non sequitur on his part, but it keeps going and going and going and going, <laughs> you know? And it's, again, it's like, what, what are they trying to do here? Cause it seems like, okay, a story is actually something substantive that you should want to, I guess, teach or, sh or show people what happened or I guess convey to them what happened. But she, the whole time she just undercuts him, which makes the story fucking unlistenable. If you're kind of like really putting an emphasis on trying to figure out what happens there, you know, which well, it, I, I realize that they're not really arguing. They're probably not really arguing for, mo for the most part. It's professional wrestling. Basically, they're not really arguing. But how could you listen to this this woman, this this crow nag at you without saying, hey, sh bitch, shut the fuck up. Shut yeah. your fucking pie hole. I mean, how could you not do that? I mean, honestly, how can you sit there and listen to her day in and day out? And I have a feeling, even though she's, you know, she's really putting it on for the show, I have a feeling she's a nagging bitch at home and a controlling and manipulative bitch at home. And I mean, how can you not tell her in the middle of the podcast, hey, listen, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to finish the goddamn story. But again, I, I think he's I think he's pussy whipped. I think he lacks the balls to, to take charge and be a man. Yeah, that that's kind of which it'll come up in the clips I play because these are almost done. But when when he tells stories, it's it's not quite clear because once again, they seemingly there's actually substance to this. They want to do it right, but he keeps cutting them. She keeps cutting them off. Which if you're that guy, you have to understand. That, hey, okay, well, most of it it's just non sequiturs on just stupid shit, and it's just naturally disjointed. But there's a story going on here, you know. If I can't tell it, one, it's fucking annoying. But two, there's people that probably want to know what happened here, you know. Right. Or you're you're not only are you annoying him, but you're annoying the fuck out of the audience. I don't know if she's actually annoying him. He says she is, but she's annoying the fuck out of the audience. 
I mean, if I was there, I'd tell her to shut the fuck up for him. If he doesn't have the balls, I definitely do. Jesus Christ, listen to that fucking old crow nag and nag and nag and nag. She talks about him being in the sunset years. Uh, you know, you know, goddamn spring chicken yourself there, sweetheart. Do you know okay. see my point? I mean, I listen, I, I'm good at story. That's my thing. That's what I do. <laughs> you know, you aggravate me. <laughs> but you're, you're, I just don't get, I got up, I, I put my, uh, my hat on, I ironed my shirt, and then I walked over to the store. There's two shows. I, so she's good at telling stories. That's her claim. There, and maybe she is. May, you know, apparently she's a comedy writer. So maybe she is good when it comes to writing comedy for other people. But bring some of that magic to your own fucking podcast so it's not so goddamn brutally boring and stupid. Right. You know, turn, turn some of that bitchy, boring annoyingness of you into something funny that we can all enjoy. Because if you're, if you're good at telling stories, it sure as hell isn't coming out in your podcast. You're, you're good at being a, an annoying bitch, but you're not good at telling stories. That's for goddamn sure. Unless the story is you're an annoying bitch. And, and then you're perfect and you've, you've conveyed your message uh, with, with, uh, with, you know, excellently. But other than that, you're just falling short of the mark. And, and again, you have to know it. You have to know it. And this slack-jawed retard, ex-crackhead, he has to know it. Do you think she comes off as a great storyteller in this? Well, she, what well, stories does she tell? It's all, it's all, all like you said, disjointed, uh, with no direction and no, no purpose or point. Whenever I see her do this, she'll say something. It's a, this is going to come up the clips I pulled, but she'll contradict herself. And no, well, she, I don't even think she, she's trying to tell a story, you know, which maybe it's kind of just her like stroking her ego or something. I'm not quite sure. Well, it's kind of like Bill Burr. If, I don't know if you've ever seen the part, stand-up uh, uh, com comedy, uh, especially did, where he talks about how, uh, you know, the different television shows, the the guy is always the stupid jerk, and the woman is always this ethereal genius that that, that that's uh, you know wise and you know really know, has her shit together, and he's just lucky. He's just a dumb fuck that's lucky to be with her. That that's kind of the theme. I mean, that, that that's what Bill Burr was bringing up about different television shows, different sitcoms. And that's kind of the theme about um, that this show is based on. That she's, she's some kind of a, a genius. She's smart. She's clever. She's well put together. And he's just the dumb, lucky dumb fuck, the lucky jerk that got to be with her. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure is great for her ego. Well, yeah. It's kind of hard because once again, it's just all kind of nonsense. It's just basically just her, her nagging him and just incredibly disjointed stuff, which it's kind of hard to parse any, like parse any sort of real theme that they went out of this. Maybe, maybe it just goes back to if she keeps saying it over and over again, it's probably something she believes to some extent, you know, which I guess she might bring that up that he's an idiot and that she's actually had more success than him and that she can do much better, which she has a couple times said like, oh, I could find a new husband immediately. Whereas you would uh, really struggle finding a wife another wife oh my god no no actually he's probably got a lot of money so or a decent amount of money so i don't think he'd have a problem finding another wife at all he'd just have to fight the find the right gold digger he'd have to date one of those young young, young uh, up-and-coming comics that thinks that she he can do something for her career but i don't think he'd have any issues at all 
she's the she's the uh you know the the uh, woman pastor prime that uh, is going to have a difficult time finding a man and i don't want you to i don't want you to turn and go like oh whoops what did you do you know how's it going let me finish no 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 cuz as you're babbling on for 40 minutes about whatever bullshit you're babbling on about <laughs> what you asked me i'm only i know but then you got to like kind of if you were doing a radio interview, would you do it like this? No. Would you be like, and the air? It's like you're just, it's honestly like you're just saying words until the time is done. It's like, I don't really want to interact with my wife. I really I don't, don't want to actually say anything interesting. It's like, do you know the, the premise of, um, um, oh, what's that fucking movie? Where they, they put up a Nazi musical because they have to lose money. They're, they're, oh, the producers? The producers. They can only make money if they lose money. That's like what I'm starting to think this podcast is, and you somehow know it and I don't. It's like you're like, no, we have to be a failure. <laughs> no, I think you both know it. I think you both know it. You put out shit so you can charge advertisement and so you can promote your, your stand-up careers, your comedy careers. Uh, and you don't really give a shit about the podcast or the quality of the podcast that you're producing. You, she just summed up the podcast perfectly. She 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 just spoke the part that's supposed to be quiet, that's supposed to be silent. She spoke the quiet part. She just told everybody exactly what this podcast is about. And it's not just him. It's, it, she says, well, I think you know it, but I don't know it. No, no, you both know it. There's no way you don't both know it. It's a shit podcast. You're shit podcasters. You have no fucking business being podcasters. And yet you still do it. And, and there's no way you don't both know it. So, um, again, another female. Sorry, ladies, I hate to be a sexist, but another female tactic. Um, I'm sweet and innocent, and uh, the man is always at fault. The man's, the man's the evil guy, and I'm just, uh, you know, I'm this naive, sweet, lovable person going along for the ride. So it's a very common theme. It's women have a problem with uh, a lack of accountability. Well. I mean, the other thing that really, really kind of puts it in perspective is that once again, it's just her kind of nagging him. And then she makes kind of ironic, ironically uh, makes statements that uh, apply to this podcast that she's uh, seemingly conferring on him. But it's like she thinks uh, some of the stuff she says is endearing, but really all it shows is that there's a theme in her life in which she doesn't take accountability and just nags people, you know? Right. It's kind of her, funny. Her role is the nagging bitch. And I have a feeling it's not just her role in the podcast. It's her role in their marriage. And, uh, you know, she she does. I do think she thinks she's better than he is. And uh, maybe she is. But you know what? If you could do better, you would do better. Yeah, you do have to wonder. The, 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 there's there's a reason why you're with an ex-crackhead with, with most that most likely has brain damage. It's because you can manipulate and be in control. You can be the you can be the boss in this situation. You can force him to do a podcast. You can nag the shit out of him. You can make fun of him, and uh, his tiny little balls and his jelly spine are not gonna not gonna interfere. I uh, I remember there was a joke. I guess they never did a roast of him, which I didn't listen to all of it. But I thought one of the comics made a joke about Bonnie McFarlane's relationship to him, and I guess she's originally from Canada. But uh, 
he said something to the effect of, or he said exactly, he's like, well, your dream was to come to America and get stupid rich, you know? (laughs) You know, I I saw, I saw a roast of, uh, I saw a roast of um, Rich Voss and maybe the same one, I don't know, but the only person really on the panel that was funny was the very first roaster, which was Jim Norton. I, I thought everybody else sucked. I, I I skimmed through everybody else, and I thought everybody else was was absolute shit. But Jim Norton was funny. He was he was he was the only funny one at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. I guess I should just replace some of the, the clips I got. Absolutely. So this is I, I didn't clip any of them actually, or actually giving a details of the story. The, she does the exact same thing, but kind of with the story here, but uh, to the nth degree where. Literally the first 20 minutes, it's him talking about a stand-up story, which basically goes that he went to some club in Wisconsin, and while he was doing a set, they were serving food, or serving, like, hors d'oeuvres or, like, samples so they could sell their shit, and he flipped out, okay? And it seems like kind of an interesting story, and the whole time I was kind of, like, holding on, okay, well, what happened in the story? What happened to the story? And the whole fucking time, she was just undercutting him, and it made it so much longer. (laughs) It was absolutely horrific. (laughs) She doesn't make it funny. She just she she doesn't make the make the, the, the his stories or the things they're talking about funnier. She she sucks the funny out of it. Right. Well, it's kind of like what we were talking about. Which uh, I mean, I I look at these comments and perhaps they they get some sort of kick out of him out of her just uh, nagging him constantly. But there's the part where also they're like, okay, well, if he keeps nagging him when it's something that we actually want to hear about, isn't she ultimately just fucked? You know. Right. Yeah, she's not really fucking with him because he catches it every day, I'm sure, to a certain degree. She's fucking with us. Yeah, if you want to hear the story in every two, 30 seconds, she says, no, well, what happened there? Or undercuts him over something. You're getting fucked with if you're the one interested in this. Exactly. But here's a good where they kind of, they ironically encapsulate what exactly, how bad they are. Well, it's like take you forever. Yeah, because you interrupt every sentence. I'm asking further clarification on stuff, but also you're like telling a story where you're like, I mean, you don't want to say what really went on because you want to be rude. But then you have to like list all these other people. Did I forget anybody? So, literally, you hear it right there where she's like, "Look, you keep fucking stopping me every single thing," and then she says something. Well, well, I'm trying to get further clarification, and then her complaint, and then her complaint of him telling it is that, "Oh, well, you give too many, too much mundane, mundane information." So I'm like, "Okay, so which one is it?" So, on one things, he doesn't give enough information, but when he does, it's too mundane. It's like, what the fuck is even going on here? You, you know, I've never experienced that with men. I got to tell you, my girlfriend, I love my girlfriend. I love my girlfriend dearly. She's, she's the, she's the light in my life. I love my girlfriend very much. But when she tells me a story, if she goes to the gas station on the way home, she tells me where she parked by the pumps. Uh, She tells me the, the, which direction the wind was coming from. She tells me if she sees a girl that has a skirt or or a shirt or some kind of clothing that she has at home that's similar or that she liked. She gives me the details of all the conversations happening inside the gas station. She tells me the different cars and makes and models and colors of the cars out, out, you know, on the pumps. She tells me which angle the sun was coming from. Women give so much goddamn detail that it's it's just it, it, the, the point of the story just gets lost in the in the shuffle. So the the irony of of her having a problem with him giving too much details. 
It's, it's just priceless. Yeah. When she says the story, the whole point, she says, oh, the story's too mundane. It goes on. But then she's like, well, I want further details on this. I'm like, well, which one is it? <laughs> You're just contradicting yourself. And it just shows it, it shows once again in the clips I pull where it's it's really or kind of the essence of what I think she's doing is that she's just being a troll. But like most trolls, you see them just start to grab contradict each other, which I don't know, is, is part of the, when I look at this kind of nagging, which, I mean, maybe you can get off at nagging, but if you realize that she's just nagging them to nag, and that there's actually no substance to it, because she, contradict, she contradicts herself, like, why the fuck are you watching this? You know? What, well, what do you get well, off of? The story I just told you about the gas station, my girlfriend will, just that's just an example, so she goes to the gas station, she gives me all those details, and I listen quietly. I used to, I used to interrupt and be like, okay, that's enough. But now I just listen quietly all the way to the end of the story. And then I say, so what you're saying is you went to the gas station. <laughs> she gets so aggravated. Because <laughs> all she had to do is tell me she went to the gas station. I don't need to know all that extra shit. Well, that's the pithy and concise version of that. Instead right? of the give, me the pithy, give me the pithy version. That's what I want. Short, concise, you know, basically means the same thing to the point with full of meaning. Don't, don't give me the long, drawn-out uh, version. Give me the Reader's Digest version. Yeah. Which, uh, another thing I thought was funny is that this is so, so literally two times while he's telling the story, she says how much it fucking sucks. But here's the other one. Literally the worst story in the no, world. No, it's good. It's good. Let's like, let, let's, like, pick it up a little. Okay, if you don't interrupt, I would have been done an oh hour my ago. God. Okay, let me... So once again, she says it sucks, which it's once again odd because a little bit before she says, oh, I want more details on it. So it makes more sense. But the story actually sucks, you know. And once again, he brings up that, like, which probably shows that he actually is annoyed because he's like, I'm trying to tell this fucking story. and You keep cutting me off, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If you shut the fuck up, I'll tell you the story and it'll be over with. Yeah. Which uh, another clip, but this is kind of goes back to your gum comment where. I, I noticed that he was blowing, or I guess I, di I didn't notice it until she pointed out, but I guess he blowed his nose. He blew his nose a couple times during this episode. But here's one of them. Here's a huge flip out, and she does this multiple times during the episode. Stop! You, you listen. That's the last one. I'm getting a lot of mucus this morning. Okay, well then it's I don't know what we can do, but we can't do a podcast that way. You've never seen anyone ever on TV just be like, "Oh, let me just take a minute." You know, you got to like figure it out. Do you just compare us to a TV show? I'm just saying, I'm trying to put it into terms that you might understand. Oh, well, you know, the simple way to do it is, is that he blows his nose and you just edit it out and post. Right. I mean, if it's that big of a deal. Well, the other thing is that he did the So he blew, he blew his nose a couple of times, which they did it the right way because he went a little bit out of frame. It was only like two or three seconds. You couldn't hear it, you know? Which I guess if you were watching it, you you saw him like pick up tissues and get a little bit out of frame. But it's not that big of a deal. Like weird irony where she's like, oh, this fucking sucks. We can't do it if you keep doing that. But then the whole point, the essence of her doing that is just that she likes to nag him. So that's like, <laughs> that's the whole point of doing the show is that she figures out things to make fun of him for. You well, know? yeah, she's, she's trying to make a comedy bit out of it. But it's not a comedy bit if we didn't hear him blow his nose. I mean, it's not a comedy bit, period. But especially if you don't hear him blow his nose and you don't see him do it on camera. Then there is no comedy bit. You're bitching about somebody that something that some no people aren't even aware of that's happening. Yeah. Well, well, it's again if you watch a I referenced this before, but I watched another episode where he blew his nose just as much, and literally you could see her move move his mic out of the way, so none of it gets picked up, and she didn't comment on it once. You know. Which once again, if you're watching this, it's like okay, well, 
she's just picking out shit and it makes no sense, you know, to nag her about. And there's no consistency to this. She's not actually upset about any of this stuff. Rich, it, Rich, if you if you hear this, you you probably won't hear this. But if you hear this, run, just run, just get rid of this woman. You're you you probably have a decent amount of money. Uh, I know you're comfortable, but you probably have a decent amount of money. And unless the crack has affected your 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 ability to get an erection, you you could have so many chicks. Some of these up and coming comedians that want to want you to help their career. You could you could be a real sleaze bag, and you already are a sleaze bag from what from all indications. So, why not just you know lean into it and and make it pay off? Why put up with some nagging old bitch that you have to live with when you can have a you know a fun single life, uh, you know, and and have your career and your money and all that without having to deal with her? I mean, honest to God, just fucking take off. Yeah. <laughs> she, she talks about she can find another husband quick. Let her have at it, man. Yeah. Well, this is a this is another clip from that video, and it just shows once again that they argue over something so mundane that it's like it's it's stereotypical, like horrible podcasting. I'm old. I stepped onto the stage. She uses the stairs. How is that weird to use the stairs? Because she had to walk all yeah, the way around. In a See, this is the difference you and I. Because in a situation, like, I don't. I'm not like in a tent where it's the lightest it's ever been. I like it. So this is so. So they're arguing. She he made like some stupid joke, which is basically that oh well, you're old. When I get on the comedy stage, I just step on it. I don't go on those little stairs. And then she's like, well, you have to go on those little stairs, you know. And I'm like, who the fuck cares about this, you know? Yeah, who cares? Yeah, but again, this is we're an old couple. This is what old people deal with. Ha ha ha! <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. And believe me, it's not because of my age. It's not because I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not a spring chicken myself. I'll be fifty two in November. So it's it's not it's not because of my age. I was born in nineteen seventy. So, um, you know, but. You know, I mean, I laughed at back in the 1980s, the mid 1980s. Bill Cosby, and I know Bill Cosby's a pariah now because of his, uh, you know, sexual assaults, his, his, uh, you know, drugging people shenanigans that he pulled. Uh, I understand that, but Bill Cosby did a did a comedy special. His first, I think it might have been his first story. It was his most famous comedy special back in the mid 80s called Bill Cosby Himself, and the whole thing. It, there was no foul language. There was no cussing. There was no vulgarity. Uh, and, and it was uh, about him and his family. And it was funny as hell. It was hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Um, and, you know, I was a teenager at the time. I was in my mid, early to mid-teens. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's not, it's not about not being able to relate to older people. It's just not funny. These people are just not funny people. I mean, maybe they are on a stage, but not for a podcast. Again, shoot this, take this podcast behind the barn and fucking shoot it. It's it's it should have been done a long time ago. This is fucking horrible. Yeah, well, I uh, this is probably the most ridiculous thing. She it's another area. It's another area in which you can't. You think she's being somewhat serious because you think this is what she cares about, but she's also trying to nag him a bit. But she totally ends up contradicting herself in this clip. So. I'll play it. Or I have to skip around a little bit. Think, right? Just just without being defensive, just try to be honest, tell the truth. 
You think women are using their looks all the time? No, not all the time. Not all. No, I never said that. I've never. So her claim is that uh, you claim that women use their looks and that makes you sexist. Okay. So this is then what she says. Women do look to use their looks all the time. Well, hold on. Just let me just let me play all this. So this is the next thing she says. And this is about two. This is a minute later. Women sometimes the minute I get on stage will start trying to. They want the attention. Yeah. You know, maybe they've had it because they're. They're hot. Hot women in an audience are yeah. the worst audience members because they're so yes. not used to having to pay attention to other people. Oh, yeah. So. So she calls him sexist and does like some stupid feminist thing. And then she brings up that, oh, well, women can actually be kind of annoying on stage or if you're in a comedy thing because they want the attention. <laughs> exactly. She contradicted herself. Women use their looks all the time to get what they want. They use sex as a weapon. There was a famous clip. and I, let, me I should... play, let me just play one more thing of it. Sorry. Okay, this, go ahead. This is where I can't even believe she fucking says this. And this is literally less. This is about two minutes after. This is three minutes after we're saying this. But listen okay. to this. And the men, yes. Do girls in society? Yes, because for a long time in society, in the patriarchal system that we happen to live in, men hold the power, women hold the fucking, our power is looks and youth. That's changing. Look, I'm not, I didn't make it up. I'm not like, I'm not a scholar. I'm not saying, hey, uh, this is what I believe. This is a theory. So this is one of my favorite things because I love when people do this in general. So. She called him a sexist because you said, okay, well, women use their looks to get stuff. And then that's what she thought was sexist. And then she totally conceived what she says. And she says, oh, well, yeah, women do use their looks, but it's because oh, well, it's a patriarchal society. And this is the only way they can get an edge on things. And that just shows how bigoted the system is or prejudiced the system is. And I'm like, okay, what's the point here? So at first it was that the thing you thought made him sexist, uh, you actually concede to, but then you make the point that, oh, no, well, It's actually, it's the reason why that is, and it's actually the case that what you said uh, that I thought was untrue and sexist is that it actually is the case, but that's because the system's just a patriarchal one, you know? Like, it's serious and contradicts contradicts herself. Go ahead. Yeah, well, let me say this. This this harkens back to what I've always said, and and I agree with her. I completely agree with her, 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 her actual end point, which is women's power is their youth and their looks, basically their, their sex. And men's power is our abilities, what we bring to the table. Women, what, what women bring to the table is sex. Without sex, they, they have no power whatsoever, period. They just don't. Without sex and manipulation and whining uh, and, uh, you know, and poor me, they don't have any power. Their power is the power of poor me, playing the victim and using sex to manipulate men. That's the only power they have. That's the only power they've ever had. That's the only power they're going to have. And that's just reality. And that's why you see women, women when they're, they're teenagers and when they're, when they're in their early 20s and when they're young and the mid-20s and late 20s, you know, through their 20s, they have all this power over men. And you'll see young girls dating older men. And, of course, the older men want the sex from the young girls. So the, the, the older men play into the, the girls' egos. They'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, you're so m- more mature. You're so mature. I can really talk to you. Age is just a number. Age is just not not just a number. You, you try to have conversation with a really young girl. It, it's it's like having a conversation with a two year old. It, it's it's they, they can you know as Joe Rogan said they they barely learned how to talk at that point. 
So, you know, they, they, but they tell them this, they feed into the girl's ego. Oh yeah, you're so mature. And then you hear the bullshit of how girls mature faster than boys. It's the shit that we tell young, naive girls that need their ego stroked to get what we want out of them. I mean, that, that's just a fact. And so women have a lot of power compared to the, the, the you know, boys, their, their counterparts, the boys that are their age for quite some time through the youth. But that's because they're judged on their looks. And young boys are judged on what they have, what they've accomplished in life. And so as a young boy, you haven't accomplished shit because you're a young boy. So as, as men and women age, women start to lose their power because they lose what makes them, uh, what gives them power, their looks, their youth. They lose, they lose all that, their, their sexual attractiveness. They, they start to lose it. It starts to diminish. So they lose their power. As men age, they gain more power because they became they gain more success and more uh, money and more everything in life. They they accomplish more, and so that's why that's why there's a, such an imbalance. Women have all the power when you're young. Men have all the power when you're older, and of course, the older people are what rules the world, not the young people. And so, yes, men are completely in power, and always will be because that's just the nature of the beast. That's the nature of human beings. Yeah. I mean, I, I already kind of highlighted this, but I, this I actually think she's being serious about and she's known for being kind of like a feminist and kind of left wing. So that to some extent touches a nerve when, when something like that gets brought up. But I I mean, does anyone else like there's so many contradictions in the show, but she starts off by saying, oh, you're a sexist. You think women use sex for power. You think women use sex to get ahead in life. And then she concedes it literally three minutes later. Right. But says that, uh, oh, well, that's because it's a patriarchal. They do, but it's because of a patriarchal society. I'm like, it's like, well, one, you contradict yourself and you're usually just trolling him. But here, I think you're more so being serious and you and you contradict yourself. So maybe maybe she just contradicts herself regardless. And we shouldn't think of as much about uh, being real or unreal. And we should just think that she's fucking stupid regardless. You know, well, as we've talked about before, you know, if you're a straight, white, heterosexual male, I, I said straight, but heterosexual male um, and you're or and, and I'm an atheist. But if you're a straight, white uh you know male and uh you know you're uh, you're a christian especially and you're an american you're the you're the you're the horrible person you're you're the oppressor you're the perpetrator if you're anybody outside those categories you're the you're the you're the oppressed victim right and that that's you know that's that's what it is in everybody's mind and, and that's because that's because people um people begrudge success they, they begrudge success that's why there's so much anti-semitism in the world they begrudge jewish people because jewish people are the most intelligent and the most successful and so everybody's got a chip on their shoulder and they begrudge them of that fact instead of saying hey it is what it is and good for you and hopefully i can be successful too instead of trying to emulate the behavior of jewish people to the best of your abilities they, instead they begrudge them of it and and they start to hate them and and resent their success and uh so it's it's sad but but that's reality and that's that's all part of feminism and not just feminism but other groups as well uh yeah i definitely agree with that description of uh what uh, spurs anti-semitism and i guess it does kind of comport well with a lot of this uh nonsensical kind of intersectional uh kind of uh, mindset i was gonna i was gonna play uh these are my last couple of clips but uh here's something weird because 
she once again like throws like a mundane thing, but kind of weirdly ends up contradicting herself. I got my hair cut, and what? you go, "Oh, you got your hair cut? It's shorter." Yeah, that's the good. best you could do uh, in the compliment department. No, I always say you look good. Don't say I don't compliment. I'm a complimenter. Okay, let's let's just focus on this one thing that you said. Let's not go back into history or you know. Yeah, the whole point of going back in history is that uh, you could say that. Well, maybe that. Uh, okay, I'm not particularly good at that, but no, I actually am good at that. I just didn't compliment you here, you know. And she's well, like, "No, it's a moot point. You need to compliment me." Where I'm talking about this one time, you should have complimented me, you know. Well, and I, I hate to drop a truth bomb on all these women, but men prefer long hair. And, and I don't know you, ladies, so I have no reason to bullshit you. I'm not trying to get in your pants. I'm not trying to make you like me. I'm just simply telling you the truth. The overwhelming majority of men like long hair. Now, are they going to say, oh, yeah, your hair looks cute. I like it the way it looks. Uh, I think it makes you look sexy. Yeah, they're going to feed you whatever bullshit you want to hear. But the fact is that the overwhelming majority of men prefer long hair on women. Right. And that's just, that's just reality. So cut your hair long. Tell yourself whatever bullshit story you want. And you can really tell when a woman has given up on her looks. Uh, when she's gotten to a certain age, when she gives up on her looks because she starts getting the hair, the Carol Brady, the short cropped hair. And it's because, you know, hair, when women have long hair, they have to comb it out. They have to take good care of it. And uh, they just become lazy. It's, and they'll say, well, I, I, people tell me it looks cute. That's not why you did it. It's because and you'll ha there's some women that will admit to it, but it, it's because you're too fucking lazy to take care of the hair. And you've decided that it's not worth it because you're old anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the that's the brutal truth you've given up you've given up on being a hot chick uh you're at a certain age where you're just going to become lazy and you're going to tell yourself and and whoever else will listen bullshit about why you're doing it but the fact is you, you're just giving up on being a hot chick well another thing is that uh obviously in the last clip she got into kind of like a third wave kind of feminist thing where she's like oh well it's a kind of this like patriarchal system but then in this one she's complaining about and these clips aren't these videos are are like a week or two apart. And the next one, she's complaining about her husband not complimenting over her hair. And I'm like, isn't that ultimately just propagating like a like a feminine kind of stigma? Or like what, what a feminist views a stigma of women uh, uh, really craving for compliments over stuff as mundane as getting a haircut, you know? Yeah. Women, being... cr women crave compliments. They crave compliments. They want, they want to hear how pretty they are. They want to hear how beautiful they are. They want to hear how lucky you feel to be with them. And uh, how you're not worthy of them and all that other bullshit. They, they want to hear that. They, they have, you know, one of the things that women brag about is, uh, you know, they, they, they want it. They can't wait to their wedding day so they can be the center of attention. I, I couldn't give a fuck. I, I couldn't give a fuck less about being the center of attention. In fact, I like to be in the background. The idea that all eyes are on me uh, and because I'm wearing a nice suit. I, I, I don't know too many men that really gives a shit. I yeah. always say that the wedding is for the woman. I, I I agree with that. And so it's for their ego. It's for them to, you know, a lot of them, they don't even want to really get married. They just like the idea of being married. They like the idea of the wedding. Yeah. Um, I have two more clips. This one, this one, she kind of calls him out for, she, or he calls him out for her stupid nagging. It just shows how nonsensical it is. Why not? You're old. Oh, and you're no spring. Uh... Oh, if I'm no spring chicken, then you're really old. 
Well, I'm old. Over there, you're starting to sound like every other dumb fan. Yeah, I'm old. I thought that was a really good one because he's. <laughs> it's once again. <laughs> oh my god, he had a ball. He had balls for a second there. Yeah, but it's once again that she just she just throws out like stupid ways to nag him over, and then she all of a sudden says, "Oh, you're old," and then she's like, "What? what? That's not a good insult." It's like that's what the fucking stupid trolls told me. You know, get something better. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah, and he's like, "You're old too." I mean, maybe she's not quite as old as he is, but she's she's definitely old. I think she's yeah. It's it, I can't figure out her exact age on Wikipedia. It said 1969, and then somewhere else online it said 73. So either 49. Well, si- or... 69 means she's older than I am. So no, no. Uh, Rich Voss is 65. Oh, 65. No, no. You. I thought you said. I thought you said she was born in 1969. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I think that would make it. That would make her older than me. Yeah, that'd make her about fifty-three. Yeah. F- so fifties. I mean, come on. <laughs> A lot of people feel like they're old when they get past thirty. She's in her fifties. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I guess there's also the aspect too that uh, a lot of people seem to think that men will gra- will age more gracefully than women. So yeah, maybe- of course, because we're we're rugged. We're, we're we're not we're not meant to look pretty and have pretty soft skin and you know glowing eyes and 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 flawless you know no no lines or cracks in our face. A lot of women like men that have more cracks in their face that their face looks more weathered. No guy likes a woman with a weathered face. Yeah, I meant that to say that uh, at a certain point they could both be old, you know. And uh, for him, it's a. Uh it could be endearing whereas for her maybe not so not so much <laughs> right. yeah her, and her old dried up vagina yeah this is a this is kind of my last clip but but again he doesn't she doesn't have to worry about having a vagina because every time he goes down on her it's like it's like a, a tidal wave coming in from that mouth of his Things yeah that- i do you know you don't have to wrestle with the zipper or you know like uh, you know you got something nice. You look down and you go, oh, look at that. That's nice. I respect myself. Yeah. I've always had nice cars. I have nice uh, clothing, okay. jewelry. I realize that you can never you just step back and have... you. But we're talking about the luggage. Yeah. ...aspect where she just... It's once again, it's like the stereotypical troll where they want to fuck with you over something and then they're like, well, no. Well, it ult- they ultimately end up contradicting themselves because she's like, well, you don't have any nice things or you don't like you don't respect yourself. You don't have nice things because you don't like the luggage. And I'm like, uh, no, I have nice cars. <laughs> it's like nice clothes, nice cars. But she's bitching about having whether, how, how, what type of luggage he has. Yeah. And then she when she gets caught in it, she has to like once again. Talk get, about a reach. <laughs> yeah. Right back at her. Tr- Right back at her troll persona, she's like, I, oh, my God, we're talking about luggage. We're not talking about anything else. Can't you focus on one thing? And I'm like, well, no. Well, he is focusing on – he's focusing exactly what you said because you said he doesn't respect himself and has nice things and doesn't have nice things. And he's like, no, I do have nice things. I do I do respect myself under your criteria. God, yeah, yeah he, he, it sounds like he had a little bit of balls there for a second, and good for him. I, I'm glad to see that he's got a little bit of balls, that he hasn't been completely castrated. But, uh, you know, it's kind of like, you know, how they have the, you know, the brain is missing, but the brain stem is still there. And his balls are missing, but they're still like the stems. <laughs> There's still the ball essence. It's kind of like when, you know, somebody gets their hair ripped out 
And even though they get their hair ripped out under the skin, they're still the the, the follicles, the roots. He's still got he's still got hair he's still got ball follicles or ball roots. Yeah, this podcast was so bad. It was hard because I, I literally I watched three episodes all the way through, and there was only a couple things I could clip because, or a couple clip worthy things that wouldn't have been too verbose. But the real problem with this podcast, and I, this is really my kind of gripe with it, and I hope I hope our podcast doesn't sound like that, but it's just disjointed nonsense that just starts off with one point. It'll have one point, and then it makes a bunch of derivative points off of that, you know, which will oh will be this, and then she'll nag them on this or undercut them on that. And then there'll be something else. And that's literally that's you could you could like you could build out like a web of like all the shit they talk about. Like, oh, well, this comment, she made fun of him for this. And then that's for that, you know, which is just disjointed nonsense. And there's not it's 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 not even clear, like what the message, why they even title an episode, because like, I guess they'll talk about one thing that came up that they think is kind of like kind of wacky. And then they'll title the episode that it's very right. odd. Yeah, it's extremely odd because you're right. The episodes are are so rambling and so incoherent and all over the goddamn place that how you come up with it, one specific title for it, I have no idea. Yeah. Well, the other shocking, I mean, oh well, we've been uh, we've been dwelling in this whole time. But... Well, you know what? Instead of calling it, my wife hates me. Maybe they should call it my wife's a bitch. I, I would. I could go for that. I could go because she is a bitch. Yeah, that could suffice. Yeah, that that would be a, that would be a good title. Once again, it's just not. I mean, we already brought this up, but these are both funny people, and I guess uh, showing my sexism because he has shown a lot is that I tend not to think women are funny. She is a funny comic, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. W women are not funny. There are exceptions. It's just like saying women are not tall. Now, are there really tall? You know, it's like saying men are taller than women. Yeah, that's a fact. Men and men are taller than women. Now, are there some really short men and some really tall women? Of course there are. And that's kind of like the way it is with with, uh, with comedy. Women are not funny. They're just not. You see their stand-up act and, you know, you see them in comedy shows and, you know, that that goddamn abortion of a, of a fucking movie, uh, Ghostbusters, with, with an all-female cast. They're, they're fucking horrible. They're, they're just not funny. Um, nothing funny about them. But there is the rare few exceptions out there. And uh, I think she's clever, and obviously she's a good comedy writer. And if she was on Doctor Katz, Doctor Katz was funny. So, but in general, women are just not funny. Yeah, which uh, I had to I had to kind of shoehorn in the tend because I, I knew I could have said that, and uh, they they wouldn't. I, the problem with that is that they're just going to make the retorted categorical categorical, and they say, "Oh, well, this one's definitely funny," which they don't understand how categorical claims work. <laughs> but uh, right, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what to. I, I I guess I keep trying to like figure out an interpretation of this. Part of me thinks that. Uh, part of me thinks that he realizes that it's just his supposed to get kind of raked over the coals and get kind of roasted, and he kind of accepts it and he's in on it. And other times it seems like one. Well, it it seems like he just at times gets too annoyed and kind of strikes back a little bit, you know. But I can't tell which which when he strikes back a little bit, it makes me think that some of the stuff is a little bit more authentic. I can't tell. Or that, or that more of it might actually be authentic, but I really don't know. Yeah, it's difficult to tell what's 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 a put on job and what's what. You know, I I think that there might be some kernels of truth in there. Um, you know, but I'm sure it's exaggerated for comedic effect. Unfortunately, that comedic effect never happens. Well, I think the recurring, from what I've noticed, that uh, 
if she'll do something that's not explicitly funny whatsoever, then I think she means it kind of like the feminist thing. And also if she keeps bringing up certain things and this isn't like gum in one episode where she talks about it at nauseum in one episode and then he does the same exact thing and he doesn't bring it up, but like other stuff about him, like not fixing things or being kind of annoying in some ways that she keeps bringing up that she might actually have a gripe with that. But the other stuff, it's just her just like grasping at straws and just nitpicking just to make fun of him for it. Which... Yeah. Yeah. But, th- but that's the thing. She, she brought up the gum in several episodes. Okay. Well, none of the ones I watched, she brought that up. So, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She brought it up at least in two or three episodes and uh, just kept on harping and harping and harping and harping on it. And uh, you know, enough already. It yeah. wasn't. It wasn't funny the first couple of times you did it. You're going to do it in more than one episode, and you're going to do it more than once in each episode that, that, that I heard. I mean, what the what the fuck? Well, yeah. The, I mean, like the the congestion one where, which I was thinking of this, where she kept making fun of him for blowing his nose. Which I only played one clip, but she kept doing that. She did that like five or ten times. Which, as an aside, it was it was bad because then you started paying attention to every time, and it also started taking away from the conversation, which. I guess there's really not much conversation to begin with, but I watched other episodes where he blew his nose just as much. And then she was like helping him like moving the mic away. You know, she didn't seem to care that much. So, which made me think that uh, a lot of the stuff that she, if she nitpicks uh, at nauseam on one thing, it could have just been that, Oh, well today on this podcast, let's make fun of him for that. You know? <laughs> right. right. Which is fine. Again, any, any of the things that any, I have no problem with anything they do. If she actually gets under his skin and and uh, you know eats away at him. That's fine with me. Not a problem. I don't give a fuck. He's the one putting himself out there for that to happen. Uh, you know, if it's funny, it's funny. But it's just not funny. You're not funny people. Not on podcasts. You don't belong to be belong. You're you're amateurish. You don't. You shouldn't have a podcast. And you need to stop. Right. If it's funny, go ahead, do it, do and say whatever you want to do. I don't give a shit if he fucking curls up into the fetal position and cries his little eyes out. But as long as it's funny, in fact, that would be funny. Yeah, I, I think I kind of like my final point on this, or the final point I could think of is that uh, I brought this up a little bit, but if you watch if you watch Rich Voss on Opie and Anthony, which he's probably best known for, or at least amongst a lot of comedy fans. The real thing, I mean, it was known for being a trolling thing, but they would just troll him over so many, st- so much of the stupid shit he does, like being a lispy kind of crackhead of brain damage, mispronouncing words, and just saying, generally just saying stupid shit. And it seems to be that this woman realizes that, okay, well, he's known for that, so I'm going to do the same thing, but make it as if like a, a, a wife nagging her annoying husband or something, which it just comes off as like, mil- well, from the standpoint that everyone's already done it, it's kind of hacky, but... It's also the way she just rakes him over the coal. It just comes off as milk toast and dumb. You know, it doesn't seem like right. anything that astute or interesting about it. It's not. It's not. There, there's no comedic comedic value in any of the things I've heard on their podcast. I listened to several episodes, and uh, there's nothing funny about any of it. It's just not funny. And and I would think two comedians would like to be funny, even if it's a dry sense of humor. Even if it's not the same type of sense of humor that they use when they're up on stage telling jokes, it, it's got to be something. There's there's got to be something there, and there's just nothing there. Uh, and, and I mean, you know, they're not funny. They're horrible podcasters, and they, you know, th- there's just no point in this. This these are conversations that you should have with your wife by yourself, uh, and let that be it. We don't need to be a part of the nagging process. 
unless it's funny. And again, it's not funny. Rich, it's not funny. Bonnie, it's not funny. Just come on. You know what? Just make an announcement. After you do your little ditty, your little song at the beginning, just just make a, a disclaimer. This is just meant to promote our, our stand-up comedy careers. Just say that. Give a, give a disclaimer. That way we know it's going to be shit. And, and everybody ha can just get rid of their expectations. And they have to call it uh, My Wife Hates Me and the audience hates both of us. Right. Or, or, or My Wife Hates Me slash My Wife's a Bitch. <laughs> my crackhead lesbian husband. Right. I hate my crackhead lesbian husband. Yeah, I, I hate my crackhead husband. It's... Another thing that's uh, that's kind of weird is that if you watch like the old ONA clips, which they'll constantly make fun of him, which he did this a little bit in the, one of the clips you played, but I didn't see much of it, where they'll make fun of him for the way he talks, which, I mean, I guess it's kind of is funny, which she doesn't even do that. She just makes fun of him for just, once again, just milk toast stupid shit, you know? <laughs> right, right. The, the good stuff, the gold that she could use, she doesn't. And I, I think maybe that's because she does love him and they are a couple and there's a, there's, you know, a limit to what she'll do. Well, I think it's kind of the same way where it's uh, like I was bringing up that uh, Rich Voss seems to be this kind of like weirdly, he seems to have like oscillate between being this kind of crass comic to being this weirdly sentimental guy when he talks about like his kids and drug addiction. And maybe she has it to some extent too, where this is like a stupid pre for them where, they don't want to be like crass comics and they, and they want to be somewhat sentimental, which uh, I guess she's sentimental in the sense that uh, maybe she thinks that uh, this endearing, like uh, nagging or this nagging is like kind of old couple stuff and it's endearing to some level, but maybe it's also like sentimental from, uh, from her perspective and that she's not making fun of him in the ways that most people make fun of him, which tends to be the funny ways, which tends to be actually somewhat funny. Well, let me ask you this. When you said his kids and drug addiction, are you saying how his drug addiction affected his kids, or are you saying that his kids are into drugs? Oh, uh, neither. Or, or, or neither. Neither. Okay. I meant to. Uh, he'll talk about like kind of drug addiction and kind of overcoming that, and kind of how I guess he had kids right after that, and kind of how his kids meant a lot to him. Stuff like that, which uh, he'll seem he really does kind of oscillate between those two. It being a crass comic and talking about like his kids and drug addiction, just kind of generally just sentimental stuff. You know, I, I think that uh, I'm, I'm not sure which is worse on the kids, the drug addiction or the, uh, or this podcast. <laughs> kids, if kids, if you're, if you're listening to this, don't listen to this podcast. That's fucking brutal. You'll have to, you'll have to change your last names and hide your identities. Yeah, it's like uh, you brag about your dad being a comic and yeah. watch this, and they're like, your dad's not funny. If if you had the choice between bragging about your dad's podcast and bragging about the fact that your dad was a crackhead, brag about the fact that your dad was a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> there's, more, there's more to be proud of, of him being a crackhead and overcoming it than him being a podcaster and not overcoming it. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have more respect for him if uh, he did. He started smoking crack in the middle of that stream and sort of berating her. I'd be like, right. that's strong man. That's that's a man who knows how to overcome problems." If we found out that he was that he's been smoking crack this whole time, that would at least explain the the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that would make the podcast make a little bit more sense. Oh. I mean, I already, I already assume that's why he talks the way he talks. He talks like crackhead Bob from, from the Howard Stern show. 
So I, I already assume that's why he talks that way is, is his former crack use. And if we found out that he was currently smoking crack, then, then this whole podcast thing makes sense. Especially if she was on crack too. A couple of crackheads. This would be, these are conversations that a couple of crackheads would sit around and have. You did say something that uh, I didn't. I didn't uh, notice it as much, but that uh, she starts to slur her words a little bit, uh, like he does. So, yeah, it's over time she starts to slur her words a little bit more than like he does. So, is it because she's spending so much time around him that's rubbing off on her, or is it because she's delving into the to the little white rocks like he was? Yeah, who knows? Well, imagining that's much more funny than actually imagining listening to their podcast. <laughs> Right, I'm coming up with fun, more funny material than they have out of all the different podcasts they've created. Yeah, she should just berate him over being a stupid crackhead or, or crack. right, calling crack, calling cracky. That would be funny. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that gets back to kind of her problem where she, I don't. I she seems to want to think that uh, she's much better than him. Which I guess if you're talking about him being a crackhead, that would be you conveying that you're much better than him. Well, yeah. yeah t- talk about how when he kisses you, you feel like you're being waterboarded. Right. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be very funny. But not the stuff you're doing. Come on. No, no, I mean, nobody in their right mind thinks that some old bitch nagging some old man is hilarious. I mean, it's a little amusing, maybe, in certain sitcoms. But to hear an entire podcast over and over and over and over again. And that's the, that's the fucking running theme. And there's nothing new. And, uh, you know, you're complaining about somebody's gum 20 goddamn times. I mean, come up with something new or just quit. He, he, needs, to, he needs to get off of the podcast like he got off crack. Right. Go back to the crack. Abandon the podcast. That's all I'm asking. I don't think that's too much to ask. I think that's reasonable. The crack just hurts you and your family. Uh, the podcast hurts everybody. Yeah, putting <laughs> it. Yeah, this is uh the 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 crack is just going to give him brain damage, which uh, the podcast is going to give us all brain damage. Yeah, we're we're all getting we're all getting dumber for having to hear your your stupid shit with you and your wife, right? And now your wife's starting to slur her words, so maybe it's time just to quit. A horrible, horrible podcast. I really do wish there were more comics that would make fun of this podcast, which. Uh, I mean, given that they love roasting each other, I don't see why. Why not? You know. Well, because they probably know that it's fucking. It's so goddamn brutal, and he wouldn't be able to take it well. Right. Well, I guess uh, you you did bring up the anecdote of Carl. I guess right after Carl did this, the guy flipped the fuck out. He flipped the fuck out about WATP going off about you know making goofing on his podcast and how he had all this experience and Carl didn't have that much experience. I, I, Rich, I don't give a fuck how much you and your wife have experience. You're not good at it. You, you could be doing this for the next hundred years and you would still be shit. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to improve. If you've been doing it this long and you're still shit and, and you're actually might even be getting worse. You're not, there's no hope for you. Right. So I think we've pretty much said everything we had to say about Rich Voss and his, and his wife and his uh, brutally unfunny podcast. Uh, I appreciate everybody, uh, you know, listening. We have, uh, we, we have, uh, we drop podcasts Monday through Friday. So we're talking about, uh, oh, uh, from Sunday night into Monday morning, Eastern standard time after 12 or 1 AM, 
New York City time. And then the last one we drop is a Thursday night into, into Friday morning from uh, after 12.01 early in the morning, uh, Eastern Standard Time, New York City time, Friday morning. And of course, we do the bonus episodes, moronic roundtable discussions. And uh, I put that out on Saturdays. And it's basically just a, a, a huge group of uh, morons having conversations about really, really stupid shit, crazy stuff, flat earth, um, supposedly, you know, Bill Gates trying to depopulate the earth by uh, using vaccines. Um, the government is creating, uh, you know, frog robot hybrids, basically, you know, frog cyborgs to kill insects so that they can ultimately kill you. Um, just, you know, tarot card reading, psychics, all sorts of nonsense, all sorts of bullshit. And, uh, you know, they, they, they talk about it with such authority, like they know what they're talking about, which is, which makes it even more funny. It's a com it's really, to be honest with you, it's a combination of, of being funny and, uh, annoying at the same time. So it's a strange combination. Uh, all of our podcasts last anywhere from an hour to two hours to three hours, depending on the topic and depending on the guests that we're interviewing. We do a lot of guest interviews and uh, we do the best to, to you know, we're the, we're the most, um, we generate the most podcasts that I know of out of anybody. We do uh, six podcasts a week. Uh, and Friday, uh, no, I'm sorry, Friday, um, Monday, Monday, the 31st Halloween, we are going to record a video podcast. We're going to drop a video podcast to celebrate Halloween. And we're going to launch our new Patreon, which means if you want to support us, if you want us to have the ability to continue to crank out um, podcast episodes as much as we do, I mean, five, five, six days a week, that's a hell of a lot. And of course, there'll be extra bonus episodes for people that become members and there'll be other perks that are going to be on the podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, on the Patreon site. And if you want that, and you want to help us out and you really enjoy listening and you're a regular listener. Um, you can donate anywhere from $5 per month for, uh, you know, to become a member or you can, or there's other tiers as well, but anything is appreciated. Again, we're the hardest working uh, people in podcasting. We, we pump out as much material as we want. We try to make all of them quality and uh, we appreciate any amount of support you're willing to give us. Honestly. Uh, and again, we're going to start doing uh, at least two um, video podcasts per month for our, our Patreons. All right. And uh, we've got a special surprise for you on that video Patreon uh, on uh, Monday, the 31st Halloween. We've got a special surprise. You're going to be very surprised when you see it. So that being said, I think we're done. Uh, any, any last words, brighter later? Uh, no. All right. Uh, this has been the Conservative Atheist Podcast. We appreciate you listening. Um, we appreciate you, you know, subscribing or just listening to the podcast. Um, again, the, you know, they're free, but we are going to start trying to uh, cover our costs and make it make us make it to where we actually can keep pumping out this much material and, and this quality of material um, with hopefully the help of our of our fans. All right, so that's it. We're all wrapped up. That's the end. But before we finish, one last thing. Tonight, when you're laying in bed flat on your back, in the dark, staring up at the ceiling, drifting off into sleep, I want you to repeat this mantra over and over 
and over again. Conservative atheist is always right. 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 And in the morning when you wake up, you'll feel like a refreshed, renewed person. The sun will shine brighter. The air will feel crisper. The flowers will smell sweeter. The birds will sing your name. And all will be right with the world. And if not, maybe you're listening to too many stupid-ass podcasts like My Wife Hates Me. Or maybe you're an ex-crackhead and you need to get off the crack. All right, you knuckleheads. We'll talk to you next time.